Hello and welcome to another edition of the Big W Podcast. My name's Kevin Hillier and the big three of our footy club will uh, tell us what's going on and uh, all the latest information in this podcast. Uh, so you'll hear from our CEO, Mark Penaluna, our President, Martin Carter, and our Senior Coach, Mark Choco-Williams. So uh, everything I think you need to know will be answered in the next 30 minutes or so. And we'd like to thank our uh, our members and supporters and sponsors for sticking with us through what's been a pretty tough uh, few months. Uh, now we have a resolution. We don't have a season for uh, 2020, but we're looking forward already to season 2021 and we'll talk to the men at the top of the club about that uh, very shortly. Uh, thanks to our podcast sponsors, of course, ABC Homes. Uh, they are open for business, so you can give them a call on 131 828 uh, check out abchomes.com.au. Uh, display homes are open by appointment. All those things you can check out, all the information you need to know. Good time to buy. Uh, ABC Homes, 131828. That's abchomes.com.au. And, of course, uh, you can find our other sponsor, Cryo Waste, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, and you can find them uh, on the web, cryowm.com. Dot .com.au dot or you can give them a call 1300 267 4696 1300 267 4696 check out their commercial services uh, what they do uh, in the community and uh, everything you need to know about Karaway so thanks to both those two great sponsors and let's get stuck into it for this big W podcast and uh, kick it off with our president All right, let's go to the uh, the top of the tree to the president of our footy club, Martin Carter, joins us now. Hello, Martin. How are you going? Uh, it's been an interesting week, Kev. I'm going really well. <laughs> um, Interesting's a, an interesting word. Um, it's. Uh, I, I think we're still sort of all feeling the shockwaves of it, to be honest. We are. I had a board link up last night with the, the team, and it was a lot of uh, different expressions used as to how people were feeling because that's the first thing we went through. I think people use the word they're bitterly disappointed, they're frustrated. For me, three words come to mind. One is relief because the season's been on, off again, on again, off again. Finally, the relief is that we now know where we stand. And unfortunately, our priorities were health, safety and well-being, which has come to the top of the table as such. Financial sustainability of the club, retaining our identity and some unfinished business. But that's the first word, relief. The second is pride. I'm really exceptionally proud of our club, including, you know, from top down, bottom up. Yeah. That is everyone's banded together and really seeing this as an opportunity to get closer and, and ex- I suppose, display some values, which include family, friends connecting with each other. So it's been really wonderful what's happened. And the third one is I'm sort of excited about the future because I think now that the relief's come that the season's finished or been cancelled as such, we can now set our sights on what the future looks like for the Werribee Football Club and the VFL. Yeah, uh, you can't you can't change the past and you can't think, but gee whiz, I'll, and I, I know I'll talk to Mark Williams about this shortly, uh, uh, but... Uh, I thought we had a red-hot chance this season too, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, if you want to talk in pure football terms. Well, that was part of the unfinished business. I yeah. think Mark Williams has been wonderful what he's brought to the club and the values of community-driven and care have shone through. But we thought we had the list, uh, we had the spirit, 
we had uh, the community behind us to really gain some silverware, which we've been lacking since 1993. But yeah. now we've just got to set our sights on next year. Yeah. In terms of the uh, the structure of the club, which obviously I talked to Mark Penaluna about a little later on as well, but the structure of the competition and, and uh, is that is that now where the focus of uh, of your attention turns uh, uh, for the for the coming weeks? I know there's some high level meetings on the way. Yeah, I wouldn't say where it turns. It's probably been turned that way for at least the last four months since yep. CV19 was upon us, March the 16th. Who can who can forget that date? Um, the VFL club presidents have been very close in terms of of getting a, a feel for where the AFL's heading because AFL Victoria and the AFL really are our parents as such. So we've been connecting with them regularly. They've been very good in terms of uh, the communication pieces. But now we need to know what the future may look like, but we need to determine our future. So as long as we've got our identity, we're financially sustainable, um, we know where we're heading to. We're the second fastest growth corridor in Australia with, I think, I quote, 86 nationalities and 23 religions in the city of Wyndham our magnificent facilities, the list that we built, we've got a lot to offer. But we now need to forge our future with the rest of the VFL clubs to make sure we're part of the strongest second-tier competition possible. Uh, the question that a lot of people would want me to ask is how strong is that unity between the the standalone clubs and the VFL clubs? I'd say I'd be kidding if I didn't say that there's varying degrees of interest in terms of personal interest. Some clubs are more financial than others. Some have a need for development versus winning and and prioritising what that may be. Some of them are in embryonic stages with with alignments uh, that they may have been in in the past, so they've come out of it and been standalone, such as ourselves. Some of them um, have renovations happening at their grounds. Some of them have taken on female football, which we're heading towards in the future. So there's varying degrees of self-interest there. Yeah. But together as a combined unit, yes, we're very strong in what the VFL represents. At this stage, what can you tell us uh, about uh, what the what the structural future of the of the competition that we will be playing in looks like at this stage, uh, or, or do we know? We've got a meeting with the AFL senior executives next week. This is the presidents of the VFL clubs. Yeah. Uh, where we'll really just chew the fat. It's not a stage whereby we say this is what we want or they say this is what we want you to do. It's just chewing the fat about where the competition may head to. As we know with the changing landscape, the AFL's priorities at the moment are getting through the AFL season and setting up for the future. Now, setting up for the future may mean that we're told next week that Yeah, the likelihood is the competition may be the same as the year before, prior to CV19. Yeah. We don't quite know. It's all dependent upon, obviously, financial resourcing of the AFL, which will then filter down to list sizes, soft caps, uh, and a number of other things that are affected. But we don't quite know as yet, but we'll need to know within the next two months in order to plan for the future. We, we would like to think we're a standalone competition, but the, the truth of the matter is we're, we're in a competition that's affected by the ripples of whatever happens above us, and that's, that's just the cold, hard facts of day. 
That's right, Kevin. Nothing truer has been said. Um, the, uh, the the footy club is is in pretty good uh, condition in terms of, uh, the, you know, I mean, we talked about the, the playing list and the, the coaching staff and, uh, you know, the viability of the club. I mean, you've been around the club for a long time. You're involved, obviously, on the committee back in the in the early part of the 90s. You've been around the club for a long time. How, how confident and uh, uh, stable do you see the club uh, right right as we sit here now? It's fair to say that we're pretty reliant upon our entertainment centre for for revenue purposes. We'd love to see that opened up. We've got another six weeks of of lockdown as such, but we're pretty confident that come an easing of restrictions, we're able to say Tigers Clubhouse is ready to go. Reese and the team have done a wonderful job up at Tigers Clubhouse. They've still got takeaways, as we know at the moment, Um, but they were building the bistro side up until... These restrictions took place on Thursday. Um, We're very confident that it will forge ahead. As we know, it will. The, uh, the uh, and I'll talk to Mark Penelina more about this uh, because he's probably a little more hands on with it. But the the support we've had from the from the the sponsors and the members and stuff over this period has been just uh, unbelievable. Yeah, it has. I want to take my hat off to everyone involved in the club, not just the sponsors and the members as such, but it's really back to the very fabric of the Werribee Football Club. But the communication piece that yourself in particular and Aaron on the, the social media side have put out, we've been really out there in terms of what we're communicating. So every day there's at least one thing posted, and I think the latest post this morning was, Dion, congratulations, our venue and event <laughs> manager <laughs> had a baby girl, her and her husband, Job, had a baby girl, Ruby Sharon. So there's a lot of communication out there. We need to do that. We need to also promote our members and promote our sponsors, which we're doing through our social media platforms. But coming back to the pride really emanates from top down, bottom up. The board have never worked closer. I'm really extremely proud of the board. Um, As late as last night, Jack Elliott, one of our newer board members, one of our younger board members, um, he's got involved presenting a slide on Monday. I think it's our sign-off meeting for the season that may have been. So, yeah, they're working closely together. So from top down, bottom up, as I keep saying, the club is the club. We are the Werribee Football Club. It'd be remiss of me if I didn't also mention our condolences go out to one of our decade-long volunteers. Harold Rickson passed away uh, yesterday. Our thoughts go out to his family. And as we all know, volunteers are, are vital to a club. Yeah. So our thoughts are with that family. The uh, the release we put out uh, quoted you saying that uh, you know plans are already underway for for twenty twenty one and and they certainly are as you have you intimated here. Um, uh, the hard work doesn't stop, does it? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But that's what we love about the Wurley Football Club. Yeah. We link with our community. We link with our sponsors, our members, our followers. We're as strong as you do get in the VFL. But to be strong, you need to keep improving. So with the resilience that we've all learnt through CV19 comes change. And that improvement comes through constant gradual change. Not rapid change, but just changing gradually. Uh, season 2021 can't come quick enough now because we want to put this one behind us as soon as we possibly can. Uh, yeah, you're right. I think we just had a conversation before this podcast link up, but it, it's a year that we want to forget, but we'll never forget. Yes, yes. So it's unfinished business for the Werribee Football Club and uh, ourselves.
Yeah, absolutely. No, beautifully summed up. Thanks, Martin, for your time. Uh, and uh, I mean, uh, the the board have been uh, spectacular over this uh, this period as well. As you say, from uh, from uh, top down, to bottom up, it's it's been a, a collective effort. Thanks for your time today. I'm uh, going to talk to the senior coach next, and then our CEO after that. Uh, to take care and look after yourself. Onwards and upwards, Werry Football Club. Thank you. All right, joining us now on the Big W Podcast, the senior coach of the Werribee Football Club, Mark Choco-Williams. Hello, Choco. How are you? Uh, look, a little bit uh, disappointed with, uh, you know, the big news um, uh, yesterday in regard to shutting down the season. So uh, that's, you know, the emotions that are feeling right now, that's for sure. Yeah, well, take us through. I mean, how how uh, how much of 100% were you sort of involved in, and engaged in, in getting the season up and about? Well... The whole the whole time, you know, we started in uh, October at training, and uh, you know we worked up until Christmas, come back in uh, uh, late January or mid January, and then uh, you know we had a couple of practice matches, played against uh, Richmond and then uh, Geelong, and almost uh, the night of Geelong was the last time when the uh, the first shutdown occurred, and uh, you know so it was from that time onwards, uh, you know, we really did our work in regard to you know all. Everything prior to that was, you know, basically similar to every other season. But uh, then it was about how to uh, stay connected with the players, how, um, you know, off-field because Martin and uh, and uh, Penner and, uh, you know, Stewie Ballock, uh, you know, organised behind the scenes to get things happening. Uh, but at the same time, could the coaches and the, and the, uh, the staff stay connected with the players so that they could see a... Uh, a, a Future and uh, you know the uh, the aspect of futility didn't come into their minds. You know it's a waste of time of why we're doing this. So you know to the players' credit, they uh, you know actively worked in pairs there while it was shut down, and then all of a sudden we had uh, the opportunity to come back. We trained for four days. In fact, we trained um, you know uh, Tuesday night. Uh, even given the fact that on um, Tuesday at three thirty was said that we're going to shut down for. Six and a half, you know, six weeks, and uh, possibly that could be the end of the season. But it was amazing, uh, you know, Tuesday night to go back and reflect and look at it, uh, how how much enjoyment the players had, uh, how much um, you know uh, laughter, and uh, just the uh, the idea that uh, we just love coming to footy and we love to be together. And so, uh, you know, we were uh, in a good position. You know, we we've done everything except for the competitive stuff. Um, which was supposed to happen, uh, you know, next next week. Uh, so, you know, we were really looking forward to the uh, seven, then six games that were going to be played. And, um, and so, you know, uh, everyone's desperately uh, disappointed now because, uh, you know, it was so much hard work and so much uh, of, um, you know, uh, hoping and, and planning has gone into uh, to be just completely uh, away from Choco, the all the levels of footy you've been involved with, you've seen the corporatisation of football and uh, both on and off the field and how that's affected it. Was this a bit of a, a, a kind of a, a, a reawakening in some ways of the love of the jumper kind of uh, theme uh, with the with the playing group? Well, I, I, I've been uh, delighted with our playing group uh, all the time. They they actually love coming to uh, to training. They love Werribee, and uh, so they, that's been great. But. They even stepped it up more, given the fact yeah. that you know the season would have to have uh, been played where they got paid nothing. You know wh- what's in it for them? Uh, it was the love of the game and the love of the jumper and the love of the team and and their mates. Uh, so you know, uh, with them, uh, the coaches, the uh, the staff, everyone turning up uh, basically for nothing, uh, but just 
looking forward to uh, the enjoyment of being together and, and working towards a, a common goal. So all, all of those things were uh, absolutely uh, terrific to see and, uh, you know, it did put a, um, a nice warm feeling in everyone's heart as to, uh, you know, we write these things of community and care and, and driven up on the walls, but, you, you know, you can see it in spades uh, when they turn up like that and all commit to, you know, social distancing and taking care of each other, uh, being interested in, you know, each other's welfare and yeah. uh, and then... Um, you know, unfortunately, it, it didn't happen, but uh, there was a lot of positives that uh, we got out of, uh, you know, that last, you know, six or eight weeks of, uh, of trying to get it all together. Now that sort of team and club success is off the agenda uh, for the rest of this year in terms of there's no games, there's no competition, uh, what do you focus on now with some of the individuals who are still, uh, and we've still got a draft coming up in uh, in October, November, uh, all those things. What do, what do you do now with uh, with that uh, group? And we, we think it's somewhere around that dozen, could be up to a dozen players who are still kind of very much hoping that there's another pathway for them into AFL footy. Yeah, 100%. We, uh, you know, automatically think, uh, what else can we do? So uh, yesterday I, I spent some time uh, considering, uh, you know, being to so many of the draft camps and combines and, and understanding the questions and what uh, recruiters and the coaches uh, want to see from players. So I, I kind of put a template together in regard to uh, let's have a highlights tape put, a, put together of each of these, you know, whoever wants to. And, uh, you know, I'll, I'll look over, overlook it and uh, give them some critical feedback in regard to uh, uh, what they could do better. And, uh, and then, you know, I've probably got 12 of the, um, you know, recruiting people at AFL that I know, uh, you know, completely intimately and I, I can uh, direct, uh, you know, their tape straight to them. I can tell them exactly what I think of these players and how they fit in. And, uh, you know, the other things are, you know, what they do on the training track, how, you know, what, what their desire is to be great and all those things. And, you know, I, I these things tick off in my mind all the time and I'm, uh, I'm really happy and, uh, and hoping to, uh, to be able to help some of these players get drafted. The uh, the elephant in the room is uh, is the structure of VFL footy for for twenty twenty one and and beyond that and none of us know what that is so is that is that something that kind of uh, is a is a is a worry for you is a concern for you in terms of how you and Stewie and and the club go ahead planning from 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 now forward to twenty twenty one yeah well uh, my my position is obviously the coach's side and try and find recruits and all those sort of things but. You know, Martin and uh, Penno, they need to do all the work at the top. And, uh, you know, when they ask me, uh, my my uh, my view is that, uh, you know, the, the standalone clubs need to be very, uh, very uh, together, united, and uh, they need to uh, be uh, in the way of almost forceful in uh, getting the AFL to understand how stressful this is on all the clubs, all the players, all the staff, because no one has any idea now in regard to what happens next. Well, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not saying that we're the most important uh, team or or uh, or competition, but we're very, very important. Yep. And you know, path of the, uh, the the pathway of young players coming through from that to uh, to AFL uh, will become more and more through the VFL. And you know, as soon as they know, and I, I'm saying to Martin and Penny, get on your bike, get down to <laughs> AFL House, knock down that door. And let's get some dates and let's get some timelines so that we can start working towards, you know, uh, maintaining our playing list, maintaining our, our uh, coaches. Otherwise, people drift off and yeah. uh, people lose their way. 
and uh, that that would be also for uh, our uh, sponsors, our supporters. Everyone wants to know. Uh, well, put a line through this year, but this is what's going on for next year, and this is the certainty that. Uh, we're looking for, and we're looking for it very, very soon. Uh, yourself, uh, Mark, uh, I mean, you're, you're a bit like kind of the star of the Broadway play that uh, does all the rehearsals, gets it all ready, and then they pull up, pull before opening night happens. You don't get to do it. How are you feeling yourself? Are you, you kind of handle all this um, the way you, you do? Yeah, look, I can, I can handle it, but I, I'm saying uh, there's a degree of loss, a degree of depression, the yeah. degree of all of those things going through each and every one of us. You know, it's probably... Uh, I'm not sure. Probably, uh, if I said uh, the last fifty something years, I've been involved in football, yeah. uh, a competition for at least fifty years, con- consistently and uh, and continually. So this would be the first year in fifty something years that I haven't either played or coached. And uh, you know, we've done a lot, a lot of coaching, a couple of uh, practice games, but uh, you know, the competition is where it's at. That's the thing that gets you up and about. And uh, you know the uh, Working with players and working with staff to get a result each week, and and you know there's nothing better than singing that song. And uh, I know we did some work on that. Uh, uh, you know, let's sing that song again, and we we, uh, we probably need to revisit it because it's one of the, the great joys at the end of uh, every week uh, when the when the work has been done. Yeah, and uh, as much as there's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, things about this year, we'll want to forget very quickly. There's a lot of things about what's happened in the last sort of six months that, uh, that I think will hold us in good stead in many areas of the club uh, going forward. Uh, look, uh, and again, you guys in through the media, uh, yourself and Aaron, you know, been, you've been brilliant to be able to uh, document it, whether it's Zoom meetings, whether it's uh, you know one-on-one uh, coaching downstairs and trying to get that out to our community and our uh, supporters right. and our. Uh, our followers, um, but also, you know, I, I know that there's a, just a wonderful thing coming up soon where uh, our um, our uh, guys of colour uh, spoke to our group and, and we, you know, discuss what Black Lives Matter to yep. to them in particular. And when that when that gets uh, up, it, it's going to be, you know, really really uh, dramatic. And it's, it's something it's a must see for everyone. So I'm looking forward to that. And you know. Uh, we're looking forward to reconnecting with our uh, sponsors next. Uh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm I'm really uh, keen to do something in regard to talking to them about how they can get the best out of their groups and how they can keep connected with the club and you know give them an update. And uh, we're looking forward to that as well. I know you'll keep yourself busy, uh, obviously, as you mentioned, uh, with some of the, the stuff you're doing individually with some of the, of the players who are still hoping uh, maybe to get drafted. And there might be some games actually uh, played in terms of some showcase games for some of that young talent. Let's hope a fair few of our boys are involved in that. And I know also through the Andrew Rains program, you'll be doing a fair bit of that one-on-one stuff too. So you'll keep yourself busy while, while we wait and see what happens. Well, what 2021 is actually going to look like? Yeah, well, I mean, Andrew Rains is the one-on-one where I can uh... – you know, meet people and actually uh, spend an hour with uh, uh, anyone that's looking to be drafted. So yeah. if they're out there, certainly in the in the Brighton area, or uh, you know that we're allowed to still be one on one. So that's working well. You're not the sort who uh, sits still for very long, are you? No, no, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not very. It's not. It's not me. You know, the idea of you know, I feel so uh, uh, you know sorry for and uh, engaged with those uh, people in the in those towers. How oh, yeah. how. Uh, Difficult it would be to be kind of locked in a room or locked in a couple of rooms. So uh, look forward to them uh, getting out and being the same as us uh, yeah. 
uh, moving forward. Absolutely. Good on you, Choco. Thanks for your time today, mate. We'll, uh, no we'll, we'll talk and, again soon. Yeah, well, uh, you know, my only message to our supporters and all the uh, Werribee community is, uh, like, stay safe, for sure. Uh, look forward to, uh, you know, when we can come out of this again and, and get back together. And we'd love to see you all back at the Oval as, uh, as soon as possible and, uh, you know, seeing uh, and the mighty big uh, W winning again. All right, we've heard from the president, from the senior coach, and now the CEO of the Werribee Football Club, Mark Penaluna, joins me. Hello, Mark. Hello, Kevin. How are you going, mate? I'm well. Now, uh, it's been a, uh, a busy week for you. Not the, the most of the month, but uh, this one's been particularly busy. Yeah, it's been been busy. It's been, you know, you, you reflect, and um, you know, we've had a staff meeting, there two board meetings, so, um, and, uh, yeah, and it's never a dull moment, as I say, mate. Uh, your initial thoughts when uh, was it uh, Martin uh, Martin Carter mentioned it was relief as much as anything else that we finally got a decision. Uh, how did you feel when uh, when sort of you know the final um, rug got pulled out from underneath us for the uh, for the twenty twenty season? Um, oh, extreme disappointment to be frank, Kev. Um, we worked so hard. We effectively you know we've had three seasons in in three months. Where in February March we're marching on towards trying to uh, have a 2020 season initially, then um, six weeks into it, I thought, well, there's no hope here because the numbers aren't going to add up. And then incredibly, you know, the, the effort that was put in by uh, particularly all the VFL CEOs and general managers, and then between the staff and also the, the players and all the football department areas um, all come together and deciding and, and putting their hand up to want to support the club and, and do it for zero dollars meant that we were able to resuscitate and, um, the season uh, and then to have the rug pulled out again is um, something that hopefully we'll never see again. But it's been a, a turbulent time, but um, yeah. it's also been one that we can think about what people have sacrificed to put into it. Um, it's been quite incredible. And you've seen that firsthand from uh, from the coaching staff, from the players, uh, from the from uh, the the staff of the football club, from yourself, everybody. Uh, no one sort of not uh, not made an effort to to make this happen, and and as you quite rightly say, made sacrifices. Yeah, you're right, Kev. Absolutely, and it's been um, it's been it's one that you take it back and you think about um, you know what, when you started getting involved into certainly in a footy club environment at a young age and. What, what everyone did there did it for nothing, and uh, it's really what clubs are really. That's the foundation of it all. Yeah, and coming together, working on and off the field, sharing each other's company, and um, and sharing the wins and losses. So that's been wonderful. And I think you know, the podcast that we had there, uh, initially earlier in the year, I, I talked about that you learn a lot about people. Like anyone can get a kick when you're, you're twenty goals up yeah. in the old football parlance sense, and but where you know the chips are down and, it, and you're trying to win the game and you're into time on the last quarter, you find out who are the who are the people that are feeding and um, we're very we should be very proud of the people we've got associated with a club that, that rose to the occasion and um, simply things were just taken out of our hands. Yeah, no, it's very true. Um, uh, with anything uh, like this, and not that we've seen anything like it before, but there, there is always damage. What, what sort of long-term damage uh, have you have kind of been able to ascertain at the moment? That uh, the, the, I mean, football is going to change. The face of footy and the way footy is done, business-wise, and that is going to change. Yeah, absolutely. Kev. Um, in some ways, for us, as in our environment, the VFL, we're we're going to be sitting back a little bit to see. What's going to progress? We're going to the AFL, 
and um, and what structure they're going to have next year, and therefore what are the knock-on effects to us. From a fuel business sense for the club, then obviously um, we we need to you know liaise and uh, and discuss with our our partners, particularly our sponsors, who have been unbelievably supportive of the club, as of our members of it. No one sponsor or member uh, asked for their money back or, or what's going on, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, so we're very fortunate that at the time we'd had 65% of our sponsorship dollars come in. Um, that's something I obviously need to speak individually with each of our, our partners and see what that looks like moving forward. You know, the Tigers Club, as it obviously generates lots of dollars for the club. Hopefully that's going to be able to reopen. Uh, in August, and I also just want to mention to, to Reese and all of his staff, um, who have just been they've been wonderful as well, and the efforts that they've put in uh, inside and outside the venue um, has been has been terrific. Um, so we, we you know, from a business point of view, it's going to be you know JobKeeper and, and all of our staff are on JobKeeper at the moment. So what happens there? So it's going to take a, a bit of time. For us to, to navigate our way through that, and um, and uh, it's, um, I'm not sure what the face of VFL football looks like in 2021. I, I think we're going to be okay, but it's going to be a lot, a lot of hard work and a bit of soul searching as well, mate. And obviously, there's a there's a time frame. I mean, this uh, uh, 2020 season it seemed to go on forever until the decision was made. Not not for any particular reason, uh, but just that was the way it kind of panned out. But hopefully, the way the 2021 fixture and structure and all that will look, uh, hopefully, will be done a little quicker. Yeah, yeah, I, I do hope um, that the AFL are going to be able to negotiate with cricket and what does that mean for the, the length of cricket season. I've challenged the AFL to, to speak to the VCA regarding that, or Cricket Victoria, sorry, and um, to see whether the cricket season potentially could be reduced to allow us to have a better running jump into 2021, because theoretically, I think cricket only lost um, you know, the grand final this year, and they're going to pretty much have a... They should be able to play from early October, and hopefully they can finish by early March and that way we can be up and playing towards the end of March as well. Well, given that there is no football now and there's no junior football as well as no senior football, all the grounds are, are basically vacant, I would have thought now. Uh, uh, surely cricket can start when it was due to start. Well, yeah, that's right, or potentially even earlier, mate. Yeah, um, you would hope so. So Yeah, so hopefully it allows us, you know, practice games and maybe a season starting earlier or all these sorts of things to, to help us drive our revenue back up and, uh, and get our people who are crying out to see uh, the Werribee Footy Club back in action and they can get down to Avalon Airport Oval as soon as possible and uh, what the boys train and, and hopefully play in matches in 2021 as soon yep. as possible. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to ask you, we met, we mentioned the Tigers Club Pass, but I want to ask you about Churnsides by the River. That's obviously, uh, again, affected by um, the the lockdown situation. Yeah, absolutely, Kev. Unfortunately, we um, we can't house. Um, we did have um, some, we set up as a, as a meeting type space, two separate rooms. But um, we hope to um, to work with our users, including the Wyndham Community Education, who've been great supporters of, of the club. They're looking to bring their classes back um, in in early September, um, and, um, and and hopefully we can look to offer those facilities um, up for parties, etc. Um, later in the year. Mark, what can you tell uh, the supporters and uh, sponsors and uh, people who uh, who love this football club about how we how we'll be how we'll look in uh, in twenty twenty one in terms of Mark Williams and uh, and any other news that you can give us in that area? Well, as I said before, Kev, I've been absolutely you know 
wonderfully impressed by um, Mark and, and Stuart and, and the way they've led the coaches, the football department, the players. So I've got every belief that uh, everyone's want to stick around the club. They seem, they really enjoy each other's company. Um, I mean, following these WhatsApp groups of these players and the, the staff having each other and I thought I'd send out a few emails, but geez, some WhatsApp messages that are coming around and bouncing around my phone at midnight. Um, um, so, as I said, that's what that's the foundation of any club: people, that, the, the people. Um, and um, I've got, you know, I've got nothing but um, a lot of self belief that um, we'll come back from this and uh, be, be bigger and stronger than ever. Uh, as well as you know, a lot of uh, there's a lot of lessons being learned, but also I think a lot of passion's been regained in terms of just uh, the passion for the club again. Yeah, no doubt, Kev. Um, you know the the way that Ian Wilson and Jamie Taylor and, and the past players group, and, um, one in, in you know, look at Frank Lozer party messages that he puts up on social media as well. <laughs> their um their desire to want to support the club and. I'm poor, all you know, whether you're a pass player or, or um, just get behind the club, um, whether it's as a, as a member or um, to be involved in the club uh, in any way you can, that, um, that would be great. And we obviously will keep people posted via podcasting, via the social media outlets, via our website, all those things are with the, with what the news is and what's happening once uh, once we know what's going on. Um, I, I did want to mention uh, the passing of Harold Rickson because uh, Martin mentioned it earlier in the podcast, but obviously um, a really important part of our, of our football club. Yeah, look, Harold, um, a wonderful, a wonderful, wonderful man. Always had a smile on his face. Yeah. Um, I did occasionally get angry a bit with Harold because he did like to talk to people in the gate and I could see queues of people <laughs> trying to get in. But uh, uh, such, was, such was the friendly nature of, of Harold that um, everyone would stop and have a chat and he was more than welcome. And it's a bit unique in a sense, Kev, that people associated with certainly footy clubs what, like to do things, but all, more importantly, like to watch the game. And for Harold to, to rock up there at I was telling him to be there at nine and he'd get there at eight and so I'd have to rush and all exactly have to rush and set things up. Um, but then he'd stay out there at half time and he wouldn't worry that he missed the first half of the match. And as I said, that's a, a little bit of a rare breed, but um, to be out there in the cold in the middle of winter from 8 a.m. until 3 um, and always, always do it with a smiling face. Yeah. So, um, and the measure of anyone, I often say, is you know, I never heard anyone speak ill of Harold, and um, I think that's a measure of um, of any person. And um, yeah, I didn't think anyone ever spoke ill of Harold, so he's a terrific fellow. Yeah, absolutely, a great loss to the club and uh, commiserations to his friends uh, at the footy club and outside the footy club, and and also to his family. Mark, thanks for yep, your time uh, as always, and uh, we will uh, more news uh, coming via podcast and on, on, of course, on all our social media outlets in the coming weeks and months. But uh, take care, look after yourself. Thanks, Kevin. To and I just want to you know, to yourself and, and to Aaron and all the work that you guys have done this year, and particularly the last um, three months, has been, has been terrific. So, um, thank you. I think now you know everything you need to know about what's going on at the Werribee Football Club, how uh, things have been handled uh, during the 2020 season. And we have, uh, obviously, our social media platforms, our website, and uh, through uh, more podcasts, we'll let you know what's going on around the club in the coming weeks and months. And also uh, go back and have a look at some of the history of the club too in uh, some future podcasts that we have planned. I hope you enjoyed this one. But thanks again to our podcast sponsors, 
ABC Homes 131828. That's abchomes.com.au. As I mentioned, they are open. You can do virtual tours on their website. Uh, and of course, they've got a flash sale on at the moment uh, for three and four bedroom homes. So check out all that information on the website, abchomes.com.au. And of course, Karaya Waste. Uh, you can check them out on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. And of course, on their website, that's karayawm.com.au. Give them a call on 1300 267 4696. Also, I want to mention. Uh, a couple of other sponsors have been terrific to us, obviously Balan Holden, Avalon Airport Oval, uh, but KFC and Wyndham, thanks to Dan and the team there. If you're uh, in the uh, in the market for uh, some uh, finger licking chicken, you know where to go. Uh, and thanks to Dan for their continued support and also to Paul and the team at TriWest Real Estate, who've uh, been great supporters over the years. And of course, under normal circumstances, we'll be involved in our season guide and uh, those some of those publications we put out uh, for the uh, for the season. Well, clearly we're not doing them this year. Uh, so uh, thanks again for uh, continuing your support. It has been uh, a trying time and a testing time in many ways, but uh, we've come through that and we'll uh, we'll come out the other side and be bigger and better in uh, in 2021. But we'll keep you posted on what's going on at Avalon Airport Oval uh, through the podcast and the social media. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Take care of yourself and we'll uh, talk to you again soon. Go Werribee. the tigers bold in black and gold with a bold-